Praise the Lord. This morning we want to trust God for our attention to be brought to what we need to rejoice about. Praise the Lord. So the title of my message is as simple as, What is it to rejoice about in the Lord? Gradually it's becoming very clear that the church of Jesus is shifting to things that really, I would say, should not be the ones that should cause us to rejoice in the Lord. Can you guys see to the remnant? And I see something very crucial that I would like for us all to, at the end of the time, if we have time, we will stand and plead with God to once again help us to be realigned in this matter. Amen. Um, Everywhere you go, songs that are being made, everything you see does not really hammer up for the child of God the things that he ought to rejoice about. And it is a little worrying But this morning, we will trust God as we hear his word to come back to the flow of the the things we need to rejoice about in the Lord. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you for this morning. We are very grateful to you for the word of God. We open our hearts to receiving the word of God and we ask that the word will come and dwell in our hearts. As the water springing forth to eternity. This we ask for. Thanking you for utterance in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Jesus had sent his disciples. Appointed 70 of them in Luke chapter 10. To go about to preach the kingdom of God. That was near to heal the sick. To deliver the oppressed by Satan. And they did exactly that as Jesus told them to do. And so in your notes you can put down the whole chapter of Luke chapter 10. But I'll be reading from a portion uh, which is in reaction to having fulfilled the instructions that was given to them by the Lord. And then how they reacted And what the Lord said. And so we'll go to Luke chapter 10 verse 17 to 20. Um, It's very interesting. The Bible says, Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Praise the Lord. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are are written in heaven. Hallelujah. I mean, 
It's, it's very interesting if you have seen that before. To see demons departing from human beings. You see the power of God crashing the enemy and driving them out. It is a very beautiful sight to see. And you can rejoice and rejoice and rejoice. But our attention is being brought to something very crucial which the church of Jesus Christ does not rejoice about anymore. Which I think is important that we trust God this morning into the afternoon that we will be realigned to this and rejoice evermore. Amen. In the verse 17, the Bible says, The 70 returned with joy, saying, Even the demons are subject to us in your name. Even the demons. And let me tell you something. Demons and spirits are stronger than any flesh. Did you hear that? Oh. We were conducting a, a kind of convention somewhere. And I went with one of our brethren. And when we were just about wrapping up, praying, and the power of God came so strong in the place. And there was a slim young lady who apparently had demons in her. And so she targeted me and wants just coming straight to me. And I stretched my hand and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now before coming, the people there were very much alert. And so as soon as she charged and was coming, strong men came around her, trying to prevent her from coming. Slim girls, she would do this and they would fall. She would do this and they would fall. But when the name of Jesus came, she fell and she was delivered. Praise the name of the Lord. See, that's what I mean by they rejoice. They rejoice. They rejoice. Listen, it is something that when you see, you will rejoice yourself. Seeing the power of God in display. But may I tell you, there is something greater you need to rejoice about until the day of the Lord. That is your being saved. Today many children of God are not vibrant anymore because they seem to be very down as if they are not saved. As if there is no power of eternity given to them. I want you to rejoice for the fact that you are saved. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, when you understand and you get this revelation, you will not treat your life as one day up, another day down. You will never do that. No matter what you face, you will say to yourself, I have what is greater to rejoice about than this little matter. In the book of Habakkuk, 
chapter 3 verse 17 and 18. Let me just show you something briefly before we hit the road. See, the Bible says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor the fruit on the vine, though the labor of the... No, here it's cut. Okay. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor the fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olives may fail, the fields yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, there will be no head in the stars. Finish this for me. Shout a big amen. Hmm. You see, let me tell you about this salvation that so God has so graciously brought us to understand. It is not cheap. Normally, it is not very clean and exciting atmosphere for an individual when the fruits are not there. Are you listening to me? The normal, in fact, there was a brother, now I don't see him anymore. There was a brother in this church, he never smiles. Peace on many blessings. Never, 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 never. Even when we are singing praises, she'll be there. And then one day, praises was going and he took a white handkerchief. As I sat in my seat, I said, something has happened to this man. Only for him, for me to be told at the close of the service that I got a promotion. Hallelujah. I got a promotion on the job. It is the only thing that could excite him. The Bible said, whether I have, I don't have. Because I have Jesus. I will rejoice in my salvation. I want you to understand your position right now. Young ladies, you want to be married. The man has not come. You rejoice in the Lord. The God of your salvation. Young man, you need a job you haven't received yet. Rejoice in the Lord. What you have is bigger than anything else. I pray that this understanding will come to your heart. The fig tree may not blossom. When I go and look, there may not be fruits for me to enjoy, to say my fruit. It does not undermine. It does not undermine the Lord saving my life and giving me eternal hope. Praise the Lord. Do you think you have understood that? So when Jesus sent the 70 out. Now let me tell you this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm your chief servant here. I'm your pastor here. And let me tell you something. People change. As they go along in the faith, they change completely because what I want, I don't have. 
Please don't insult God. What you have is greater. For if you knew how God saved you, you will not joke with salvation. And you will rejoice forevermore. Because in this salvation we stand, it stretches into eternity without end. So when the 70 came, and as usual they were excited. I mean, I, I have been very excited about, you remember our last crusade that we showed you in the, what is the place again? No, Abasi, not Abasi. Buntini, 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 Buntini. Jintini or Buntini, Jibi. Amen and amen. How, how the Lord decided to just deliver people was so beautiful. It was no working of anybody. The people we were just worshipping, and then the demons decided to manifest in the lives of these wonderful people. And they became aggressive and shouting and jumping. But somehow the Spirit of the Lord just moved over the people, and they started falling as the demons were moving. They were sleeping nicely on the floor. And we left. And they are doing very well. Now, so I can understand what it means when the people returned and said, Demons were subject to us in your name. I can understand that. It brings such a joy to such an, let me tell you, to such an extent that you the minister, if you are not very careful, you will shift the focus of salvation to the deliverance of the people and you'll be finished. Praise the Lord. But let's rejoice in the God of our salvation. So when they have said that, in the next verse, Jesus says something that is so exciting to me. He said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I don't see it very of, of late, but when we were younger and used to rain a lot in this country, we used to entreat, they say, agrada. You know, it will, you hear things like, it happens still, eh? These days, because we have prospered, we, we are in the room, so we don't care to see. But in those days that we were in this thing and we were enjoying the rains, as soon as it starts to rain, you know, some of you have not even seen snow here. It's called a sukachia or something like that. Because of your sins, we are not seeing all of this. <laughs> I remember when in those days, Brother Fred and Kumasi, we'll be, we'll be, we'll, we will be rejoicing and this ice will be dropping. In Africa, eh? Ghana, Kumasi. I don't know about Accra, whether it was also. Because you can't expect that in Accra very well, very much. Amen. Was it falling in Vota region? In Accra. Vota was not part. Hallelujah. No, but it was exciting because, you know, I believe most of you, we were taking it from the ground and we were eating and there were no gems. So we were enjoying this. Now, don't shift, Dennis. Thank you, Lord. So, now, what is important to me is that this thing will start with a tender, and then you will see a very fast lighting. Because of that, you know, when they fix the generator for you, Mr. Quaidems will say, let's put earth in. Because it can even break 
your generator. Now, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. What a power! Glory to Jesus! Because he brought Satan and, and the power of God, he brought him down in such a way that the power of God was so strong that he could not manifest for a second. Whip! Pass! So Jesus was explaining to them that the unseen is greater than seen. The thing you are rejoicing about had a power behind it that worked it out. And that power is the power of the Most High God. Blessed be Jesus. Listen, when we are serving God, let's give Him our whole heart. Because God is great. Amen. When He has said that, in the next verse, then He said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents, not snakes, eh? This is demonic powers. Snakes you can kill with a stick. How many of us have killed snakes before? In Europe you can't kill, eh? Because they say you have committed crime. In America you cannot kill. And you don't know? That we, we kill them every day. We, there is no authority to fight us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, you didn't know that? Let snake come. You have to pick a phone and call the animal authority to come and arrest. And if the snake is coming like that. Charlie, we have a beautiful country. I think it's about time we started behaving ourselves well. Amen and amen. So, it's not snakes and scorpions. Jesus is using that as symbolism to tell you that some of the demonic forces... Because they can bite. He has to use that to explain it to us. But the beautiful thing that Jesus is saying is that I give you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. And over how many? Shout hallelujah. Over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is why when we go out there to preach in strong, strong holes, in strong areas, I don't fear. When they even give you poison to drink and you don't know, you will drink and you will preach. Hallelujah. And so, child of God, I want you to understand that this salvation has led us into experiencing authority from Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Now, what for me... I'm bringing your attention to which is very crucial, is this. In the next verse, would you like to read that for me? One, two. Hallelujah. You know, protect to make sure that your name that is written in heaven is not blotted out. Did you listen to me? Listen. If Jesus doesn't come, in the next 80 years, majority of us will not be here. And those who will be here too, there will be no, there will be no good. Why are we not telling the truth? 
I mean, in the next 80, 30, 80 years, if I'm here, my mouth cried, there won't be any teeth in it to chew meat. And they have to help me to... When he's looking at something, he'll be looking like that. But, I bless the Lord for what he has done. So, I want you, those of us whose joy in the Spirit concerning our faith in the Son of God have waned, I want you to resurrect today. If we have time, we will pray a certain prayer. Bless the Lord. Are you listening? Now take me to Luke chapter 17, and I'll read from verse 1 to 7. And I want you to see the things that God rejoices about, and the things that we also need to rejoice about. I pray that this will be restored to the house of the Lord so importantly. Then he said to the disciples, 15, that's right, 15, Aha. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew nigh to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does he? does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders. Doing what? Doing what? Why is he not rejoicing over 99? But rejoicing only over the one. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Now finish the verse 7 for me. One, two. No, 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 no. Is this Makalanta? No way. One, two. I say to you that likewise... There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than 99. Just praise the Lord. Now, what is it that heavens, the whole heavens rejoice about? When somebody repents. And when somebody finds Jesus. So you see that even God Almighty with the host of angels in heaven... They rejoice whenever a person returns to the Lord by repentance and give place to Jesus Christ. Is this not what we ought to be rejoicing about and be part of it? Yesterday, there was supposed to have been um, um, outreach, general outreach. And as usual, people are marrying. And, I mean, I had to repent this morning. 
I was, because I've been working through all, and I was so tired. I went to preach at a wedding, and in the morning at 4, uh, 3, 5.30, we were here because I had pastors and deacons prayer meeting. And then we went into naming, and after that, this and that, and then I went into another wedding. And so I was so tired, and I said, let me just go relax a bit. And by the time my wife woke me up, it was 9. I, rip, I don't do that sort of thing. I don't know what knocked me down. Tiredness. I refuse the power of tiredness again. I, and I said, oh my God. Oh my God. I need to call Frank to tell him that I'm so sorry I couldn't come for. And I told God, please, I'm sorry. You don't know why. It pained my heart for standing here because I don't want to be somebody who talks and does a different thing. So, It pained my heart that I was not part of that. And I rejoice, you know, I think about a week or two ago, I was in my office on a Monday, and sometimes if I don't have counseling to do, and I have to, I would just get up and walk around to see the various classes of the faith builders. A sister has walked to me because one brother came to preach in the church, and he challenged our heart so much about outreach. And, and the sister just fell in love with what God was saying to her. And so at the close of the service came to me and said, Pastor, I want, can you give me somebody to be my partner so I can fix a day to go out and to preach with this person? And then when she said that, it touched my heart so much. I said, okay, I'll be your partner. And so our first move in a certain area, we found few people we spoke to. But there was this particular guy that we spoke to. And so when on that Monday I didn't have much to do and I wanted to have an oversight was happening of what was happening. And I came and I saw this person sitting there soaking in the word as he was being taught. There was such a joy that came out of me and I was so thankful to the Lord. Now I understand. Even the heavens rejoice. Brethren, the church of Jesus is losing the taste of the joy of salvation. And we need to get back by pleading with God that He should restore the joy of salvation. Hallelujah! Today our puppets are filled with how we can teach you to eat. How we can teach you to rejoice. It is good. It is good. But there is something greater for you to rejoice about. Praise the Lord. And so Jesus said, I said to you, likewise, there will be more joy. How many? More joy. More joy in heaven over not a nation. Not a nation, but just one soul who repents and comes to the Lord. Brethren, our salvation is crucial. And let's rejoice. You see, when your fig tree is not blossoming and you are tough and things are hard and you've been hit with few things, please never look morose. In all things, give thanks. Because the truth of the matter is that you may have lost something. But where you stand in Christ Jesus is bigger than anything else. 
when you carry this understanding, you don't know disappointment. You don't know... I mean, nothing can... Even Satan himself will wonder about you. I have come to blow all... I have come to blow everything away from him. But this guy, he's still not... But he doesn't know that the joy of salvation has been given to you. Listen, may the church of Jesus go back to this truth. If we understand this, one of the things it will do also for us is that anytime you meet anybody, you are ready. As my country people will say, Mele ready. Mele ready. The melodion in, in that, Mele ready. Amen. Why? You want to join us? We are ready. This country woman and this countryman. Let's rejoice in the Lord. You know, some of us are waiting until the day, Brother Fred, some of us are waiting until the day when they will enter and they will see all the beautiful things. Then they will say, Lord! And he say, hey, Nachi, should have rejoiced in those days because did I not say I go to prepare a place for you? So believe the word of God. Praise the Lord. We must commit our hearts you see, let's not become like the weather, like Dutch weather. You can never predict it. Come cold, rainy, we are not like that. We are forever rejoicing in the Lord. Hallelujah! Because God wants us. Listen, it is not cheap, eh? Let me tell you, it is not cheap that with all the billions of people in the world, God gave you the heart to receive His salvation. It's not that cheap. There are people today, now isn't the whole world turning against our salvation? The whole world is fighting, not because our salvation is, is violent. We tend to become a Christian and you put a dagger or you bomb a plane or you crash some people. Our salvation is not like that. And yet the whole world is against us. Why? Because the devil himself, he knows that. What God has prepared for us is far greater. So if I cannot go there, let me destroy them on earth. So that's why Jesus said, don't fear the one who can kill the body. Fear the one who can kill the body and send you to hell. So for some of us, we don't care. This salvation, you know, on Wednesday I shared a testimony to the church about an experience that was horrible that I had myself, I have preached a message and I prayed for people and I have received testimonies about their healing. And then I went home, I slept, I got up and I could not walk. How is it possible? First of all, I said, hey, huh? the pain from my ear down. You know, my wife is the one who can explain. Hey! I say, No, I don't know about child labor. 
I don't know. They say it's painful. But I think my own was more painful. <laughs> the woman shouldn't be offended at all. <laughs> Our sisters should not be offended at all. Because yours can last for a short minute or... Okay, I'm not going there. Hallelujah! I'm not going there. I still give you the credit. Okay, yours is more. But, the pain was bad. The pain was bad. I couldn't straighten up. And I said, what is that? How? So, as usual, you know, I said, Kai, I was praying praying, and the pain was increasing, and I couldn't walk, hey, then I said, no, this needs double prayer, so I said, mama, she was fast asleep, I said, I can't walk, she said, what, so we were praying and praying, this is from about four, eh? because that's when I get up, praying, 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 say, ah, I couldn't sit. If you sat, it was painful. If you stood, you could not. If you raised, you could not. Hey! Then I remember something. I said, Lord, it's painful. I'm not dead. Even if I have to carry the seat and sit here and preach, I will still preach. And you know what was Satan was still telling me? Today you are going to preach. You are not going to preach. So call Reverend and call Pastor Bimpo. One of them should preach. I said, if I do that, I would have been defeated. As much as, you know, the battle was raging. Terrible. Me, I'm, I'm a free man. But this one, pain, pain. So gradually the day came to pass. And then something happened. After praying, 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 praying in tongues and everything. I came out and I said to her, look for this man's album for me. Just look for um, Macomi. Terry. Huh? Why? You see, the L wanted to come, so that's why. Terry. And so we started worshipping the Lord and worshipping the Lord and worshipping the Lord and worshipping the Lord. Apparently when I said that to her, she too has heard in her spirit that we should be singing praises. And so we all started worshipping and worshipping and worshipping. And by the time it was about uh, 10 o'clock, man was fine. I bless Jesus. You know... And then we said, okay, let's go check with the people who know what went wrong. So we went to the hospital. You know, you know that thing, they put me in and I said, are you going into the coffin? So they put me in. Up to now, I don't know what, because my doctor said he would call me, but he hasn't called. But Jesus is Lord. Amen and amen. And I'm not bothered. But immediately I said to myself, now I have the solution. I don't care. I will battle and I was saying praises to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now let's rejoice. When you throw in the towel, the devil will be happy. But there is a greater God in heaven. 
who looks upon the hearts of men and reward them according to their faith. Hallelujah. I want you to rejoice. Now, why I brought this in also is the fact that, you see, at that time, so many things are going on in your mind. And then I remember one of the things I said at that time, this sermon, you know, some of my sermons are my personal Bible studies. So then I said to myself, you know, ah, no, but the only thing is that, Lord, I don't feel that I'm, I must retire now. So I won't retire. This one, I won't retire. So that's when I said, even if there's a chair, I will do it. And then I started thinking about many, many, many things. And I said, no matter what Satan does, I am saved. And it will be better for me. That was what soothing my heart. And then I praised him. Let me tell you something. Salvation makes God rejoices. He rejoices over one soul. Listen to what Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 1, verse 18. When I saw it, I was so charged. Would you like to read the scripture for me, every one of you? One, two. Every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. One more time. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice. Yes. Yes, you will do what? Yes, you will do what? So you see, the heavens rejoice, the preacher rejoices, the child of God must rejoice over his salvation. Hallelujah! This is to tell you that, my dear brother, any opportunity that you get, don't miss that. When you have to tell somebody about Jesus, don't joke with it. Immediately, there are people that God sends our way sometimes. Some of the people, they are actually coming our way. It could be that they have something with you and you want to bless them and all of this. Please, don't let only what you want to give to the person, mix the person. You know, when somebody has to come to you for something, most of the time their hearts are open, isn't it? Because you are their, their helper at a time. And so you take advantage to quickly preach Jesus. I love, what I love about this is that Paul said, you see, even the carriers, if they are doing it to show off, once it is the preaching about Jesus and Him, it is enough. For the preaching of Jesus Christ is the power of God. Unto salvation. And so preaching is a good thing that we charge every one of you to do. Amen. You should do it. This morning, I, 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 I receiving my first time visitors, and it's my habit to, to find out their state of affairs. And there was a gentleman amongst them in the first service who I was asking the people, listen, uh, what is your understanding about Christianity? It's different things were said. But I love something beautiful that the young man said. He said, well, there was this sister I know. Her life was so beautiful that I sat down and I looked at her and I discovered that 
it was Jesus in her. So I decided also to give my heart to the Lord. And I said, what a testimony. I want you to know that the joy of salvation is so precious. I want to beg you. May we not be an individual or a church. And let me tell you, the church of Jesus is losing this fabric. We are losing this thing that has been committed into our hands. We, we now have to tell people things that would excite them. Thank God for good things that he would do for us. I'm not asking you to come to church so God will solve all your problems. I'm asking you to be saved and have the joy of salvation. You know, our dear brother David, as I come to a close, when he had done what was not right, when he had sinned, there is something that he was concerned about. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Psalm 51, Psalm 51 verse 11 and 12, I think. <clears throat> do not cast away, do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. And then in the verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous Spirit. Praise the Lord. You may be in church, you have lost the joy of salvation. You are complaining. You are nagging. You are talking about others. It's unnecessary. Rejoice in the fact that you are saved. Rejoice in the fact that Jesus is preparing a place for you. Rejoice in the fact... And in, in this rejoicing... You should also let the heavens rejoice over your head by extending it to preaching Jesus to somebody else. Amen. We are going to stand for two minutes to ask the Lord to restore to us the joy of salvation. And just a minute, before we do that, I would like for you to bow your heads in prayer for me, and we will stand and ask for this. Maybe you may be here today. You may have gone to church all over your, all your life. You don't know Jesus as your personal savior. May I tell you that you are losing a big time. Coming to church doesn't make heaven happy. Paying tithe or offering doesn't make heaven happy. If you want God to rejoice and make heaven's angels and everybody shout for joy, since you don't know Jesus, if you will lift up your hand, I will pray for you and the heavens will rejoice. So as we have all closed our eyes and bow our heads, and you say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus, and I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, if you lift up your right hand, I will see you and I will pray for you, saying, I want this Jesus you are talking about. If you are up, you are down, it doesn't really matter. But you want Jesus. You want to experience Him. No matter who you are. If you lift up your right hand, I will see you. And then I will pray for you. few minutes for this. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Because we are not to, 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 to do anything to you. It will be good for your own life. That your name will be written in heaven immediately. Anytime a person raises up his hand to say, Jesus, come into my heart, surely 
the angels write his name. Is there somebody like that that I can pray for quickly before? Let me see by hand. Somebody like that. You want to give your heart to the Lord? No matter where you are, I will see you. Can I see your hand? All right. Presume that everybody is born again. Okay. Can we stand to our feet? And shall we all lift up prayer before the Lord and ask the Lord? Father, if I have lost the joy of salvation, I want you to restore it to my heart. There is no joy in me about my salvation anymore. I am worried about my stuff, my money, my food, my house, my sickness, my this, my that. Would you tell the Lord? There is no joy in me. I have, you know, I come to church, but I just come. May you be restored by asking the Lord that he will restore you to the joy of salvation. Would you pray he would hear you? It's so important. We cannot lose this joy. We cannot let it slip. It's so important. I tell you something. When this thing is restored in your heart, no matter what, you will live righteously to please His name. You will lead to glorify God and, and it shall be well with you. The enemy will have nothing to fight you on. Because what is important, you have it. He slaps you, you don't care. You say, hey, I am still holding on to Jesus, whom to know is life eternal. Would you pray that the Lord will restore the joy of salvation, the joy of knowing Jesus, the joy of acknowledging that He is the Son of God. No one comes to the Father but except through Him. He is the beginning and the end. He is the one that came to restore the quarrel between man and God. And he said, now you can call Abba Father. Jesus has done it. Oh Lord, turn our hearts to the joy of your salvation. Lord help us. Lord help us. We are cumbered about by many things. But this afternoon we lift up our hearts before you. We are so glad, O oh God, that there is such a joy of salvation. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Restore to us the joy of salvation. That in all things we will bless you. Though the, the fig tree may not blossom. Though things may not go the way we want it to go. But we rejoice in our salvation. Though we may be experiencing pain, we still rejoice in our salvation. Therefore restore this to us. And stir our hearts up, dear Father, unto this truth, unto the truth. You told your disciples, rejoice not that the, the demons were subjected to you. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And so we accept this verdict. Oh, we bless you the name, the name Jesus and worship. We glorify you, Lord, for you have done exceedingly, abundantly, above all. In saving us. And we salute you dear father. For what you have done for us. We bless your name. In Jesus name. And everyone said. Hallelujah. Would you lift up.